All right, guys, I'm shocked. I'm absolutely appalled. Alabama is into the college football playoff, and I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. All right, we had number one, Clemson, number two, Oklahoma, number three, Georgia, and here's our controversial spot. Number four, is it Ohio State? Is it Alabama? Alabama gets the nod. I can't believe it. Let me, let me tell you guys about Alabama. Let me tell you a little bit about this team. They have two current top 25 victories. Those two victories... One is against LSU, who, let me remind you, lost at home against Troy. That's Alabama's best win. That is Alabama's best win. LSU came in at number 17. Their next best victory is against Mississippi State at number 23. Mississippi State, the team who had a scare at home against UMass. UMass, people. They weren't even playing in the FBS a couple years ago. UMass. And they're an independent. They don't even have a conference because no one wants them in their conference. That's how bad this team is, okay? So this is the big, bad SEC that we're all talking about, that we all love so much. The SEC that can't get a coach hired over at Tennessee because they're too afraid uh, to, to come to this conference. Why? Why are they so afraid? Well, because Alabama's going to get into the playoff whether or not they win the conference or not. Alabama's got all the favoritism. Alabama's got all the love. They don't even have to be good, and they're going to get in. 11-1. and one. That's a nice record. It's a great record. Let me tell you something. Ohio State had a better body of work, better of wins, whatever. They did have a 31-point loss to Iowa. They did lose to Oklahoma at home. Okay, so I get it. Let's, let's take Ohio State out of the mix. We don't want Ohio State into the playoff. They lost two games, blah, 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 blah. We don't like them. We love Alabama. Let's put Alabama in. Well, let me tell you something. You take Ohio State out of the mix, Wisconsin has just as good of an argument as Alabama does. Wisconsin finished the year 12-1. They had one loss to the number five team in the country, to the conference champion, and they were active in their conference championship. Meanwhile, Alabama, they lost their last game of the regular season. They were chilling at home watching conference championship week, getting an extra day of rest, getting an extra, I'm sorry, an extra week of rest, an extra week to prepare for Clemson, some more practice time, whatever, and Wisconsin had to go and play a good Ohio State team, a very tough Ohio State team, and they lost by six points. Uh, so that's, that's how Wisconsin closed their season. Meanwhile, Alabama, their last three weeks, they ended with a win over Mercer, a loss that was you know by 13 points but wasn't even that close to, to Auburn, which isn't a bad team, but mind you, Auburn is not in the playoff. Auburn did not win their conference championship. Auburn lost three games. Okay, and so, and then last week, Alabama's at home, idle, having a good old time, having a cup of coffee, uh, you know, enjoying their day uh, while these teams are playing tough games. So what does this, what does this mean? What is the college football playoff committee telling us? They're telling us, don't schedule tough games and you will be rewarded if you are a blue blood. So Ohio State, Oklahoma, USC, uh, Clemson, whoever, don't worry about st- you know, con- stu- uh, scheduling these tough conference, non-conference games, you guys can go ahead and play Mercer and play Arkansas Pine, Arkansas Pine Bluff and play Alcorn State and play all these nobodies, get some free victories, get some victories that you don't have to challenge your team, uh, and, and we'll reward you at the end of the season. And in fact, don't even bother winning your last game against your rival so that you can sit at home and watch the conference championship and get an extra week of rest before the playoff, you know, before you play Clemson. Uh, you know, the fans have, have said repeatedly, and even I thought the committee was saying, we don't want you to play FCS schools. 
you know. Um, but you know what? Go ahead and schedule those FCS schools. Have you know play your starters for a quarter, maybe two. Um, you know, if you got that brand name, just play a week schedule and you're good. You know, and, and meanwhile, Wisconsin lost to Ohio State again, a two loss conference champion who is arguably good enough to be into the playoff. Uh, and, you know, and then they had a win against Northwestern. You know, that's about as good as your Mississippi State win. Northwestern ended in the top 25. I don't get it. You know, I don't get it. Uh, so thank you, playoff committee, for the precedent. And uh, we'll, we'll remember that moving forward. We appreciate that. Uh, so we got a big show planned for you guys today. Um, I'm joined by a longtime friend and a diehard Phoenix Suns apologist, Jonathan Quintero. How you doing today, Jonathan? Fantastic, man. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. Thanks for joining me. You know, I'm a little irritated by this whole uh, Final Four decision. You know, I'm a little hurt. I thought my Buckeyes had a case to get in, um, but they don't deserve to play for the for the national championship when you lose by 31 to Iowa. I hear you. I get that. But why are we so convinced that Auburn deserved the knot? I mean, why why did we not even consider Wisconsin? To, to be honest with you, I couldn't tell you were upset. So you, you're hiding it really well. No, thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. Well, uh, anyway, so, you know, the first thing I guess we can kind of touch on since we're already on the college football stuff, you know, we've got our playoff games, obviously. We've got Clemson, Alabama. That's going to be, you know, the third consecutive year. I guess that was the sexy pick, and that's what the people wanted. So that, that'll be fun to watch. I think Clemson is the better team. I can't see Clemson losing that game. And quite frankly, I hope Clemson blows the doors off of Alabama. Uh, and then we've got good old Baker Mayfield, our Heisman Trophy winner, I assume, uh, against Georgia. That'll be a fun game. A great defense versus a great offense. Uh, Georgia's defense is pretty – I'm sorry, Auburn – Oklahoma's defense is pretty bad. So, uh, you know, that's anybody's game. But really, it, it'll be a good – it'll be a good playoff you know, really any four of these teams could win it. I mean, Alabama could win it. I'm just critical of, of their resume. They might be a good team, and I think they are a good team. Uh, and then we've got some good, you know, New Year's Six games. we got Ohio State and USC. That's that's two good conference champions with two loss. Washington, Penn State, Wisconsin, Miami. And then UCF, little UCF, gets their shot against Big Bad Auburn, who is going to be, quite frankly, a little disappointed with where they're playing at the end of the year. You know, they lost three games, but they were right there in the mix, you know, with the number two ranking heading into this past weekend. Uh, and UCF, with the with the 12-0 record, gets their chance to, to prove their point to the committee. Like, hey, consider us for those. If, we, if we're not in a power five, give us a shot into the playoff. You if, know? They're, if they're 12-0, they should be in the playoff. Yeah. That's well, what you're saying, right? They're yeah. Undefeated, so. That's right. They, that's they have. I think their case is as good as Alabama's. I think so, it's better. Yeah, they haven't lost. That's right. Plus a conference championship, so thirteen and zero for them. And speaking of UCF, Scott Frost. Scott Frost is hired over at Nebraska. So what? I mean, what do you think this this means? I, I think it's great for the Big Ten. It it, it adds another high caliber, uh, high quality name to the Big Ten. You know, he he played there, so it's definitely. Um, it says something, you know, like, like Jim Harbaugh, it says something when the coaches want to go back to their alma mater, it, you know, they're, they're passionate about coaching for the big 10, you know, as opposed to just going to coach for a paycheck at, a you know, other conferences, I'm not going to name any, but it's definitely, it's another, it's a step up, I think. And it, it definitely validates, um, just what, you know, what the big 10 is. Yeah. And that's, in my opinion, the best conference 
yeah. in college football. The best, definitely the best coach conference. I mean, you've got Harbaugh, obviously, like you mentioned at Michigan. You got Urban back home at Ohio State. James Franklin at Penn State, phenomenal hire. Paul Christ, no one saw this coming. Heck of a coach at Wisconsin. Um, and, and you've even got Super Bowl caliber coach Lovey Smith over there at Illinois. And, and, and P.J. Fleck was the hottest name last year in, in, in coaches, coaching uh, coming out of Western Michigan. And uh, Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a good look for the conference. You know, the other, the other big coaching move was Jim, Jimbo Fisher leaving Florida State kind of out of the blue and, and going to A&M. Uh, you know, I wonder why that was, you know, I, I'm not quite sure Did Clemson scare him off. I, I don't know. Um, one thing I do know is a lot of people, again, to get back, I don't, I don't want to, you know, go retroactive, but I've heard a lot of people say, you know, Alabama did have a good win. They scheduled Florida state. Well, let me just remind you about Florida state. They were a bad team. They went six and six. Well, DeAndre Francois got hurt, blah, 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 whatever. When you lose a quarterback, you don't go from a 10 or 12 win team to a six win team. That doesn't happen. Ohio State lose a quarterback, they win a national championship. So don't tell me that that, that was a good win for, for Alabama, whatever. The AP poll just had it wrong going into the season. Florida State, a bad team. Um, so, so Jimbo to A&M. Will it be an upgrade from Kevin Kevin Sumlin? I don't know. I don't know why you'd want to coach. That's a tough. That's a tough place to coach, you know, because you got to play Alabama, LSU, Auburn every year, Mississippi State. Um, so, so that's you know that's interesting. Uh, the the other thing that I think we can kind of move on to is is the NFL. Um, how about those Dallas Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? That's a great win against the uh, Washington Redskins. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I want to hear from you. Yeah, 38-14 over Washington on Thursday night. So here's the deal with the Cowboys. They're sitting at 6-6. Six and six. No Zeke, obviously. Dak Prescott all over the map. He's been really bad, quite frankly, since Zeke went, went out with the suspension. He had two touchdowns, 103 yards, which in today's NFL, 103 passing yards is, is awful. But you know what? When you rush the ball for as many yards, I think uh, Morris was 27 for 127. When you can run the ball like that and your defense comes out playing like that, you don't have to throw throw the ball a whole lot. So here's the thing. Falcons lost today against Minnesota. They are sitting at 7-5. and five. The Cowboys at 6-6 six and six now have an opportunity to play themselves into that second wild card spot. Carolina looks like they're going to be wild card one. They're sitting at 8-4. and four. Right. But the Cowboys... It is not out of the question that they could win out. They get New York Giants this this upcoming week without Eli Manning. Geno Smith today, we know who Geno Smith is. He's a bad NFL quarterback. That's a winnable game for the Cowboys. Then they play Oakland, who has been, I, I don't understand it with all the name brand on, the, on that team, but they're just not a good team. Uh, and, and that's a winnable game. They win these two games. They get Zeke back for Seattle, which this would be two wildcard contenders at this point. Uh, on Christmas Eve, and that'll be a heck of a game. But they're banged up, and then you get to play Philly in Week 17 without starters. So, so this could potentially bode well for the Cowboys moving forward. The Falcons have to play the Saints two more times, and Carolina. So I could see them losing, and, and so the, you know the Cowboys have a legitimate case. We saw Detroit and Green Bay are in the mix. Green Bay is going to lose another game. Detroit's going to lose another game. Stafford went out today. Um, and, and I don't know what his status is moving forward, but they've been two and four in their last six anyway. Uh, so, so I think really it's the Cowboys have an opportunity to play themselves in, and I, I can't believe it after 
how crazy this season's been. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I I I completely agree with you. I was uh, actually on the other side of that coin earlier, but um, I was looking at the standings here. Like you're saying, we played the Giants, Oakland. Uh, Seattle's going to be the tough game. Philly, I think, like you're saying, they might finish at the number one seed like we did last year, uh, sit their starters. That could be a win for us. Um, the other teams that are in the hunt, uh, Green Bay, they could lose to uh, the Panthers, the Vikings, uh, possibly the Lions, so that could bump them out. Um, essentially, you know, we're looking at you have to probably be 10-6 and six to get that last spot in the wild card in the NFC. Um, Falcons could lose to New Orleans twice. Uh, or they could lose once and then lose again to uh, the Panthers. Either way, they're not going to. Uh, they could still be ten and six, but they they will probably lose both games to New Orleans. Um, like we said, Seattle they could win two games um, against the Cardinals. They could probably beat the Jaguars. If we play them head to head, you know they they lose to us. They're going to be out of the playoff hunt there, uh, essentially. So um, there's definitely hope. Um, you know I'm more hopeful now than I was a few hours ago looking at the standings, um, but uh, it, there's definitely a chance to get in the playoffs. Yeah, they have to the win Cowboys. out. They have to win out. They have to end the season 10-6, and six. Uh, but but it's it's really four winnable games. Uh, the other thing today, I don't know if you saw this, the Chiefs are just uh, ice cold right now. They can't. It's like they can't buy a victory. They lost to the Jets today, and I don't know if you saw this here at the end of the game, but the, the Jets had... I think eight consecutive plays inside of the ten yard line inside inside the Chiefs ten yard line before they eventually scored the go ahead touchdown and then on the two point conversion they weren't able to get in but they threw a flag and Marcus Peters picked up the flag and just chunked it uh, several rows deep into the stands and was ejected from the game. I've never seen that before. Um, but what what is going on with the Chiefs and Andy Reid? I mean they were the hottest team in the NFL and ever since they lost to Pittsburgh they just they're they can't do anything. I I don't understand what's going on it, with it. It's funny you say that they they can't do anything, but they're they're still sitting up top at the uh, the the AFC West, excuse me. Um, you know, tied with the Raiders and the Chargers at 6 and 6. Um, and if I if I were a betting man, which uh, my DraftKings account says I am, um, I'd say that they get their spot there at the AFC West, uh, just cuz like you were saying earlier the Raiders, who knows what they are and the Chargers for years, years, probably the last 15 years, you know, you don't know who they are either. Uh, and and Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill and uh, he's the bright spot. And their right defense now. is what's it's what's going to get them into the playoffs, I yeah. think. But yeah, yeah. I, I agree. It's it's hard to. I mean, Kareem Hunt's had a rough stretch too. You know, it's just, it's just it's strange. You're right though. You can't ever count out Andy Reid. They they probably will make the playoffs. They they can. They should. Um, if they don't, it'll be an absolute just horrific season considering the start that they had coming do, in. Do you think they would... I know we had a really good game today. Do you think they would bench Alex Smith to start uh, Patrick? If they, miss, if they miss the playoffs? If no, somehow no, no. They this find, year. This year. If somehow they find themselves outside of the play, you know, week fifth or week 16 or 17, and they're eliminated, yeah, yeah, why not? Give Mahomes a look. Why not? Yeah, you, you should. You should. Rookie out of Texas Tech. A lot of people like what he can do physically. Alex Smith... Because this will be largely on his shoulders. The quarterback gets the blame. Whether or not he's at fault, the quarterback's going to get the blame. If the Chiefs don't make the playoffs, everyone's calling for Alex Smith's head. I mean, we know what that's like. Everyone calls for Tony Romo's head his whole career when the Cowboys didn't make the playoffs. That's just how it is. That's that's what it means when you're an NFL quarterback. Um, 
So yeah, I think I think that's crazy. And and as you guys know, this is the Joe Sudi Sports Podcast, so I do have to throw in a little bit of Cleveland Browns for you. Um, Josh Gordon, America's the NFL's favorite drug addict, mind you, is back today. Four catches for eighty-five yards. He had eleven targets. So. You know, not the best conversion rate, but that's about Dez like. It's know? not the worst. Actually, it's better than Dez because he had 85 yards out of it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it was crazy. So, Gordon came back to practice a few weeks back. They said he came out, they clocked him at a 4 3. A 4 3 or a 4 20? A 4 3 or a 4 20? That's, that's good. That's a 4 good. 3. A 4 3 40. A 4 3 40. The dude can still fly. I mean, he still has it, man. He, he, this is interesting for Cleveland. Okay, um, they're, they're, they've got Corey Coleman back. They've got Duke Johnson, Crowell in the backfield. Crowell's going to be gone, but you got Coleman, Gordon, and Joku in the middle. And, and then Deshaun Kaiser's your quarterback. I think they need to look somewhere else. Probably Kaiser had two fourth-quarter turnovers. Again, I mean, he's 21, so who knows. Uh, but they have weapons. But could Cleveland move Josh Gordon in the offseason? And our team's going to be interested in the offseason to, to – Give up a fifth or sixth round pick in the you know for for a guy like Josh Gordon. The upside is the best receiver in the NFL. Uh, the downside is he's he, not reliable. He's not reliable to play. Um, so. How how old is Josh Gordon? Do you know? I don't know off the top of my head, but he I think he's relatively young. He can't be older than twenty six. Uh, so he he still has a lot of good years in him, and I mean the way. The way he's running, even now, after all this time, and he hasn't been in the game in an NFL game since 2014, and he still possesses all the physical tools. It's it's absolutely amazing what he's capable of. And you just think, what if he hadn't, you know, been into all that stuff? Um, so anyway, yeah. How crazy would this be if, and you're a Cleveland Browns fan, partially. Um, let's say Kansas City doesn't make the playoffs. Would you, if you were Cleveland, would you keep Josh Gordon and make a move for Alex Smith? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Would you make the playoffs with Alex Smith? Sure, why not? Of course. Cleveland is a average NFL quarterback away from being an okay team. They've got a good, they've got a good team. Yeah. Good offensive line. Uh, Miles Garrett, local product. Hey, Martin He's High School. Shout, shout out. That's good. All right, well, Tiger Woods is back. Tiger Woods, after 301 days away from golf, is back. Um, he, he came in at eight under par for this tournament. Ricky Fowler won with at 18 under, I think Tiger was three over on Saturday and on Sunday, he, he must've been back under par, which is, which is good. And you know, it's a good thing for golf because people are going to tune in. I, since Tiger's been out of it, I'll watch the masters or whatever, but it's not as interesting. You know, I I'll be quite frankly, and I'm a golfer and I I'll tell you right now, if Tiger's not playing, I'm probably not interested. So I'm so glad he's back and I'd love it if he could give a, give it a run at you know jack's record yeah my, my thoughts my thoughts on that is like like you're saying you are a golfer i'm not and uh definitely you know when there there wasn't much to watch and golf was on tv you know over at my house or your house it's a it's definitely an exciting thing watching uh tiger woods play it's kind of like i obviously i didn't watch him play but like michael jordan i would say or kind of like tony Romo before his back injuries it's it's definitely uh, magical. It's polarizing. I would say, yes, yeah. to watch Tiger Woods. So it's definitely, I, you know, he's been through a lot, but I hope he's uh, making a comeback and uh, stays in the game this time. So that's right. Yeah. Well, it's it's good. So he's he's still young. He's only forty one. Still, uh, seems like he's a lot older than that because he's been around for forever. But it's good. 
Well, I appreciate you hopping on with me today, Jonathan, and I look forward to, you know, hopefully having you back on in the future and, and, and we'll see, we'll see what happens in the, in the, in the coming weeks in the NFL and in the college football playoff, et cetera. And so it'll be fun. And thanks again for joining me. We will definitely have a lot more to talk about in the next four weeks. That's absolutely the right. Next four weeks, you know, Christmas, um, New Cowboys, Year's. <laughs> New Year's, uh, the, the New Year's Six. So Christmas is definitely a great, great sports season. We haven't even talked about the NHL or co- college basketball. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff. Don't get me started. That's Do right. not get me hey, started. Hey, and the World Cup draw on Friday, man. We've got a lot of uncovered ground. We got an El Clasico coming up. Uh, Barca versus Real Madrid for all my soccer fans out there. So, anyway, guys, it's uh, I appreciate y'all tuning in, and uh, we're at that 20 minute mark. So, thank you so much if you've stuck around this long and. Hope y'all have a good one, and I appreciate you listening, and and keep listening. Thanks, guys. Four three or four twenty. <laughs>